Hello and welcome to another episode of what's this called? Creed got robbed. Creed got robbed. I almost forgot the name of the th- name is darn podcast, David. Can you believe it? I cannot believe it's it. Almost like it almost tragically implies that I would have strayed from the light of our mission to remind people that a crime has fallen the film known as Creed. We must never forget that. We can talk about other things, which is what we're going to do today. But everything really boils couple- down to the fact that Creed got robbed. Completely, hundred okay. yes. percent. Heist of the century. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like number one, Creed got robbed. Number two, the Lindbergh baby. Like that's it. <laughs> like this, this, and then everything else is just tied for last week. That's it. Uh, but yeah, we've got got a couple of things. We're gonna talk about a couple of movies we saw recently that we think are uh, worth discussing, and then I think we're gonna follow up a uh, a discussion that. Was uh we we was a little heated in our little chat and we're like you know people need to hear about this, we need to to air out this laundry because we've got some David's got some takes, I don't think I agree with him but I do we'll uh we'll get we'll get there when we get there I have I have a pretty spicy take on something, and he's got uh, yeah. and I yeah, okay uh, I I regret bringing this up in conversation because he hmm. the person the thing that we're going to talk about is so well hmm. beloved by many that i just feel like a complete jerk when i bring it up but we'll, we'll we'll talk about it we'll talk about it it's okay it's when will these kids learn i don't know what to tell them but we'll someday <laughs> someday you'll learn uh but first let's talk about uh some movies that we saw recently um David, would you like to go first? Sure. What movie have you seen recently that you think is worth discussing? So, um, the last thing I saw was this uh, this independent movie called The Immaculate Conception of Little Dizzle. So that's an independent movie, all right? Yeah, and it, it definitely is shot like one. Like a lot of mm-hmm. mistakes in filming. Uh, there's a couple shots where you can see the reflection of cameras. Like it's really, really low budget. Uh, but the premise is actually what um, kind of hooked me. And just from reading the synopsis online, basically, uh, a company is selling cookies that impregnates janitors. That's literally the premise. That's a pretty great premise. I'm not going to lie. So I don't want to, like, I would recommend people to watch it, so I don't want to give too much of it away. But, um, yeah, basically these janitors eat these self-warming cookies um, that forces them to have little blue fish babies. And and the reason I liked it so much is because it like okay so it's absurd to be absurd which I'm all f- I'm a fan of movies that mm-hmm. try to just be absurd, um, but it had a lot of like really really good commentary on like capitalism and how we like view products and how we constantly mm-hmm. like use products and buy brand names so I don't know it 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 satisfied that like indie movie fan in me somewhere it's down there somewhere i don't let him out very often but mm-hmm. it was a. Uh, it was pretty good oh oh, oh okay huh. <laughs> that's one thing I, I appreciate about you david is this you you just have a i mean i like i like a good indie movie now and then i always feel like i'm behind the curve on on some of that stuff and you're just you're really good at like just finding that this is the greatest like weirdest stuff like i never had heard of the greasy strangler before you told me about mm-hmm. it and i watched it and then i hated you for the rest of my life <laughs> yeah because you, you uh, can never unsee the things that you saw exactly a hundred percent so i i but i appreciate seeing those things you know because it's good to have there's a there's a lot of bad indie movies out there but there are some real gems oh. out there and it's really cool to see like 
weird ideas get played out. And that's a weird idea that I think needs to be put into a movie. Oh, definitely. It's got some, um, it's got, have you, do you ever see Rat Race? Yes. Okay, so you know the guy who, like, pierces his tongue and, like, talks weird the entire movie? Mm-hmm. He's in it. <laughs> and if you've seen Orange is the New Black, the the girl with, like, the super frizzy hair, and she's, like, kind of a redhead, she's in it, mm-hmm. too. So, like, okay. so, like two, I, I guess, so, so I guess it's not, like, super unknown people working on it, but it still is independent, and it feels like an independent movie. Yeah, I um I guess is uh, talking about this movie is kind of kind of a I think it's a pretty good tie into a movie I saw recently. Mm. Uh, I because last night I had finally watched the film The Lobster that you had previously recommended to me a while ago, and I think a lot of those things it, it kind of checks off a lot of those boxes. I mean, it it's definitely has like a, a very sh- strange premise where uh, there's a kind of kind of dystopian society where. Uh, single people are rounded up, and unless they find a mate within 45 days, they get turned into the animal of their choice. Um, it, it definitely has some kind of some some I'd say some A-listers that oh, are yeah. in it, but almost unrecognizable. Like because Colin Farrell's in this movie, but it's it's not Colin Farrell. <laughs> I, I, it's not it's not Colin Farrell as you normally no. see. Like it's t- it was it was wild. Like I could when I first saw him, I was like, that's not Colin Farrell, is it? And then I talked, I'm like. That's Colin Farrell, <laughs> um, and 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 other couple uh, actors in there, and I, I really enjoyed that. I mean, at first of all, it's like I think it's a really pretty movie. Like, there's some really like just pretty shots mm-hmm. and like kind of the slow mo in the forest and some kind of like big wide shots. I think are really just just well crafted. I think um, it definitely kind of has like a deadpan quirky humor because you're just it's kind of absurdist oh yeah it definitely is uh, under the cert like the things people are saying it's like they 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 sell it like they play it straight um but it's you're so i think you're i think you're supposed to laugh at a lot of things are saying I think so too yeah because it, it like kind of like this movie you had just mentioned um it definitely comments on like it's a it's kind of talks a lot about how like relationships have you know have rules mm-hmm. but th- this movie is like it cranks that up to a hundred so it's like it's like literally by law that you have to have some dumb thing in common with somebody else to engage in a relationship with them and it's which are it, so it's kind of an interesting commentary on all the rules around relationships and what that means and i thought it was pretty enjoyable um yeah it, it, it's I can, definitely a good one yeah and i guess uh another film i guess that is in a to go in a, a completely different direction here uh, I recently saw uh, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Indie hit of the indie hit of the summer. Indie yeah. hit of the summer. Calling it now. It only made like twenty dollars its opening weekend. Yeah. Uh, and, and by twenty dollars, I mean like a hundred and forty <laughs> million dollars, which is nuts. Like that's just that's a god. That's so stupid. Marvel's that's taking so over the world. Funny. Seriously, like it's um so. I guess my thoughts on the movie. Uh, I mean, so it's. Hmm. I I don't know how to feel about it, like, cause. It's, I mean, the first Guardians of the Galaxy was kind of, it was kind of lightning in a bottle. I mean, nobody really saw it coming. Um, I mean, nobody under was really familiar with the premise of these characters, uh, or like the humor that they were going to go for. So, uh. 
so be, I think just by nature of being aware of, I guess, what to expect, mm-hmm. um, you, it, it's when they kind of do this. I mean, th- when they kind of do the same thing, it just feels if it, it feels familiar. I mean, it's it's I really enjoyed it. Like there are some definitely there's some great jokes in there and some cool set pieces. Uh, but it it just it really is less of a surprise, and I don't think I don't think that's a, it's th- that movie's fault. Yeah, like um, I guess it just you know it did it did more of the same. It was good. I appreciate it. You know, more of the same because you know it's a Marvel movie. I don't I don't need it to like reinvent like filmmaking as I as we know it every time. Um, oh yeah, this film. Oh, we need to have the, the, the subtle right. glasses push. <laughs> the subtle, Very nice. the subtle glasses push every time you mention film. It's a, it's a, Guardians is a movie, but the Lobster is a film. film. Um, and uh, I, I think it, that's kind of, I guess, just a general summary. Is that it, it's familiar, but um, but I think a lot of the, I mean, the between like the jokes, uh, the action set pieces, like the, you know, the soundtrack is all is pretty oh, fun. Yeah. Has some good, has some kind of good cues in it. Um, I mean, the acting. I think all of that, like, I'm a big Kurt Russell fan, and he, he, I think he does a great job in this movie. I thought, I think he brought a lot of, uh, I guess, energy and, I guess, interest in a, in a character that is sometimes not Marvel in an area that is not Marvel's strong suit. He, he, um, he plays, wait, he plays ego. Is that right? Yes. Okay. His character is in ego. Okay. I haven't seen it, but um, I've, I've, I've just read like brief summaries of it. So. Yes. So. I think, and I, I think of the, uh, I think of the, I guess the opposite leading character actors in Marvel movies. I think he delivers a pretty memorable performance. So a lot of those kind of like trappings elevate a movie that I think has a really kind of simple, just kind of, just kind of, I don't want to say rote, but it's very, you can see where it's going very early on. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not to say like, I wasn't like surprised or, you know, I mean, it's like the way with all these superhero movies, you can kind of see what the arc is, but it just, it felt familiar in a way that I guess, I mean, I don't know, like Dr. Strange is a pretty standard superhero movie, but I guess I've like, even though that's a pretty straightforward kind of movie, like I, I, it was like the the roadmap i could put together in my head of where of where guardians was going to end up by the end of the movie was like it was pretty crystal clear mm-hmm. and again that's not a fault like it's again like kind of like all those elements like the colors are it's a really colorful movie oh, i yeah. think sometimes marvel movies have been like kind of gray have a kind of grayscale problem in like previous entries mm-hmm. but this one they like is just like it's like whoa like i think they must have I think they've like switched to like new cameras or something, because it just there there's like a, just a lot more dynamic colors. Like it's just like wow, this is a like a spectacle, which is kind of fun. And and I wouldn't be surprised if Peter Gunn, um, he does, he did all the writing, all the directing for that movie for the first and the second one. Uh, I think the first one actually had someone else working on it too, but um, they're like his like his babies. Like when you hear about him in interviews, like. The Galaxy mm-hmm. of the Guardians movies, like those are his like love childs. So I think when he, yeah. when he's making them, I think he really wants to make a spectacle. Like I think he wants you to fall in love with the characters and enjoy your time in film, like and enjoy your time while you're seeing the movie. So I don't know. I've got I've I've got a secret love for Peter Gunn. I think he's a really good filmmaker. 
Yeah, and I think it's, um, I guess that's kind of how generally, I mean, I really, I enjoyed it. I don't think it's like a, like the, any of the, like the weakest Marvel movies by any stretch. Um, I, I, but I, it Iron just, Man 3. I, I, I enjoyed Iron <laughs> Man 3. Oh, man. I think it was, I thought it was pretty great. I thought Ben Kingsley was, I thought that was, that was one of my great, like, kind of little twists in yeah. the Marvel movies. Just, like, I thought that was pretty great. Oh, I man. mean, obviously, they kind of wasted Guy Pierce. Oh, totally. But, um, I, I mean, that, that Ben, the Ben Kingsley stuff was just too good. And then the second act is kind of weak. I'll admit it. I don't think it's, as, I, I liked it better than Iron Man 2. I don't even, I don't even I think, think I saw, I don't even remember Iron Man 2, so maybe just Iron Man's in general. Iron Man oh. in general. <laughs> Iron Man One's really good. Yeah, I, I do remember one. One is one is pretty good. One's great. Um, so it's like, uh, I mean, I, I I sound so like, I sound more down on it than I think I actually am. Like I enjoyed it. It's just, it just felt really. It felt kind of marvelly. Like it hit those same kind of like plot points that Marvel movies like to travel through. Yeah. yeah, and it's just it, it just because I'm I'm pretty familiar with that. I it, it kind of it's a little I don't want to say fatigue, but I guess I do kind of mean it. It's just like I I've been here before. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's still really enjoyable. It still works, but um, it's just I I've been here before. So I'm pretty excited for um. I guess coming upcoming uh, like we're gonna have some kind of different flavor Marvel movies coming up soon. I think like I'm really I'm still looking forward to Black Panther, oh which God. I think is the which is because like they ripped the entire like production and writing staff yes. of Creed, the film that that got that got robbed, of which this podcast is named, and they're like, hey, you guys made a movie that got robbed, make a Marvel movie with Black Panther, which that sounds amazing. I'm so I'm still excited. Super excited. I'm for that, so, so excited for Black Panther. Yeah, so that's I guess, yeah. So it's it's pretty good. I think if you know, obviously, if you enjoyed one, I think you'll enjoy two. If you if you didn't enjoy one, you probably won't enjoy two. Mm. And that's kind of kind of enough said. Yeah. If you ask me, so we'll, uh, we might have a if you ever get around to seeing it, we'll have to have a little spoiler deep dive. A spoiler podcast. And, yeah. I guess parting shot. I did. I Kurt Russell did a really good job. I really like Kurt Russell. I've heard. I like Kurt Russell in anything. So. Yeah, I've heard. I, I I've heard a, uh, a lot of people commend his performance. And yeah, of yeah, I think he. I think I think where they sometimes where they um, drop the ball with characters like his sometimes I think he really excelled. Cool. And they didn't drop the ball there. So. Nice. Um, I guess moving on to our our kind of secondary topic here. So recently, a new trailer appeared for Blade Runner 2049 a uh, a sequel to Blade Runner yep that is starring actor Ryan Gosling no, no. and I had sent this uh, I sent this trailer to to David a couple days ago and I was like wow I really this movie looks like it's I like the production design here I think there's some pretty cool stuff going on I'm I'm pretty in, I'm intrigued by this I like this I really like the rival and and then Sicario, so I can't wait for this director's other this this movie. And it's got Ridley uh, Scott's name on it, like yeah. I mean, he doesn't knock it out of the park every time with, you know, no. a, a, as as seen by Alien Covenant, but um, but he's, he's, he makes not bad movies. 
Yeah. Yeah. And then David, like the first thing he says back to me is, man, fuck Ryan Gosling. (laughs) And I think you you need to explain yourself, David. Why fuck Ryan Gosling? uh, Okay, Why do okay. you not like Hold him? On. Let me let me load up on this coffee real quick. Let me just take a sip. Let me do. Okay, so, so, I have, I have nothing against him. As a person, he's probably a great person. He's probably mm-hmm. a super nice guy to talk to. Probably mm-hmm. go out to eat with him. He probably drinks some kind of like, cool drink. Tell you about it. Tell you about the history of the drink. Eats at the. Eats at the chillest restaurants. Yeah, like you know, hangs out with the coolest dudes. He's like, oh, you want to go see? Uh, you want to go see like the Pixies? They're gonna be in town. So like, okay, yeah, like this guy's cool. Like he's a cool guy. I'd like to hang out with him. I swear to God, if he continues to get roles like this, I'm gonna lose my mind. Like he should not be. He should not be in dramas. I'm sorry. He needs to stick to like romantic comedies because whenever he's in a movie, he plays Ryan Gosling. Like oh so like so great films like La La Land is what he should where he he should oh, stick with oh, where he plays a uh, a sarcastic uh, attractive young mm. man who is out of place in his little area no 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 sorry you're thinking mm-hmm. you're thinking no you're thinking of Drive which oh, there oh, he plays the the awkward handsome young man who is out of place in his little area oh you know no no actually you know mm. you uh, you oh, oh, oh you might be thinking of was it place place beyond the pines where he plays a ta- where he plays an attractive tattooed young man whoa he's tattooed this time he's really embracing his character i don't know man i just drank that coffee and like my hatred for ryan gosling is flowing through me right now mhm but Good. this this blade runner trailer though getting back to it <clears throat> the fact that like we have this really really visual director we have a super cool premise. We have a sequel to a movie that I need to rewatch because I kind of forget it, but I remember enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's critically acclaimed, and literally the movie is about acting. It's uh, it's dialogue driven, and you're gonna mm-hmm. tell me that Ryan Gosling is gonna be able to carry that movie? No, there's no chance. He was nominated for a. Uh, a- Best actor, you know, not the. <laughs> oh no, I just killed David. <laughs> oh no, are you saying that the Academy of Arts and Sciences would get something wrong, David? Oh, not no, never. I would never challenge their their. In- yeah, we would never wisdom. do that on a podcast called Greed Got Rob. No, never. We would never do that. Never. I don't know. It's it's one of those things where I feel like Ryan got like. What are we telling production companies that we have? And man, this is gonna be like spicy take part two, like. Bring it. Like we love spicy takes. Like we 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 put Ryan Gosling in these roles where I believe he doesn't fit. We put what's her name Jennifer Lawrence. Mm-hmm. We put Jennifer Lawrence in movies that I I don't think she fits in. Like they can't. These aren't good actors in my opinion. They act like themselves, and then that's the quirk. Mm-hmm. Like that's the gimmick. Like oh look in this movie. It's Ryan Gosling, and people are going to go see Ryan Gosling. That's it. That is how movies work. I I know, and and that's how they've worked, <laughs> and th- that that's kind of like my the counterpoint yeah. I want to start to bring up here. Well, first of all, you, you, I mean, I think Ryan Gosling can he can act. 
I mean, we 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 saw the nice guys. Yeah. Oh, he, that's, he played a yeah. very similar version of that character, but he played a very well, a very entertaining version of that character. Yeah. He can definitely um, get laughs, and 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 he is super charismatic, <clears throat> super charismatic. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think it's uh, it's it's kind of, I think sometimes this this is uh, something that kind of comes across in Hollywood, uh, a couple uh, in a lot of ways. Like, it's kind of a chicken and egg kind of thing. So it's like, let me think of a good example. Oh, like for example, like Johnny Depp. Like people loved Johnny Depp's performance as like Jack Sparrow, uh, and Johnny Depp had done a lot of other things before Pirates of the Caribbean that were like pretty diverse. Mm-hmm. But if you look at his his work since then, he's been put in the roles that are basically just Jack Sparrow. Yep. And so sometimes, I think people, uh, I think a lot of times, actors like well they'll get famous for a role like in this movie or it like comes to define them and then they they kind of like through like their through hollywood like kind of writing scripts that have them doing the same thing or you know they're seeking out like parts like they like doing that character and they kind of are seeking out parts that are similar like i don't think it's just like a, a ryan gosling can't act yeah. problem because he can't act it's just i think a lot of time i think a lot of times we put too much blame on like the singular actor sure where it's like where it comes down to like you know the writers are, are the writing team is giving them kind of similar similar prompts to the to roles that they've had the director is like oh just do the thing that you did in that movie that's the just do that same thing that people love that you know the executives like when they bring on this actor because they're the ones who are like ponying up a ton of money for this movie mm-hmm. they want to know what they're getting yeah and if they're basing it on previous, uh, uh, you know, that's like, oh, just do what he did in X. X made Y at the box office. Yeah, so definitely. We, we should do that. So it's so that's kind of. I mean, I think you have a. I think you have a very good point. Uh, but I think it's. Um, I think it's something that you know we've seen with like, uh, that we've seen with you know like, um, I just said his name, Jack Sparrow. Yeah. Giant uh, Um Giant Depp. Thank you. Oh my god. Uh, we've seen it with people like George Clooney, who kind of plays Danny Ocean in a lot of different movies. Yeah. Um, we've seen it with people like Jack Nicholson, who kind of plays his wacky, crazy, angry guy. <laughs> like Jack Nicholson type guy, and like The Departed, and and like Batman, and like kind of others. Like he, he's he's definitely kind of like just Jack Nicholson. Yeah. So I think I don't know if it's just a Ryan Gosling problem. I I think you have I think it's a fair assessment. I'm a little interested to see how he does in such a like a like a drama like a a drama. Like I think because it's I like to drive, but I don't know if I liked it because of Ryan Gosling's dramatic acting. That's that's what I'm saying though. Like in <clears throat> these movies where we like Ryan Gosling, it's we never like the movies because Ryan Gosling. Like. How how far can an actor get by just like writing the coattails of a really good script or like following behind a really good director, like? Well, you can get pretty far. You can get nominated for an Academy Award, David. Uh, uh, yeah, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> and and, uh, and I, uh, also, I, I just as a, a thought experiment here. So, um, I, it's not a drama, but well, it kind of kind of the musical drama. It, it, in the film La La Land, I know you. Ha- uh, shut up! Don't say anything. I, I didn't say anything. I didn't say anything. Okay. Okay. I didn't say anything. You're giving. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. How do you feel? Okay, so we like Ryan Gosling there, correct? He's not bad. 
not bad. How would you feel about Miles Teller in that role? So I haven't seen enough of Miles Teller to know how I would feel. I guess if I take it... Sorry, my dogs are playing with toys right now, and it's super loud. Uh, if I take if I take his performance in Whiplash, mm-hmm. I don't think I would as I don't think I would like it as much because I don't think he's got the. I don't think he has any charisma. I don't think he's got yeah. I don't think he's got the like the chops to to play I, like a leading man, which could just be me being very 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 narrow minded. But I don't think he has it in him. I, I don't know. But Ryan Gosling. But Ryan Gosling is the does. is the pretty boy charismatic cut type. So like, yeah, I think he would fit in it. And again, you know, I mean, it's definitely like he doesn't have like this whole like super wide range of roles that he's taken. Um, but you know, uh, at the end of the day, it's also like, I mean, I'm not saying I don't think he's, I don't, like, I don't think he's. Like I don't think he's bad at La La Land by any stretch. I think he does. I think he does. Makes that character like really entertaining. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like. I and I just like imagine Miles Teller in that role, and I'm just like I don't know. Yeah. I just am not. A, I'm not. A, I mean, again, I haven't seen it, so we obviously can't judge on something that never happened. But I don't know if I like that as much as Ryan Gosling. And it's just. So I want to. I want to give him a chance. If, if if we if you know I'll gladly eat crow if we see Blade Runner twenty forty nine, and. We're like, man, Ryan Gosling destroyed that movie. Like, he he tanked it. It was. Then then you can be like, see, Mike, I was right. He can't do anything else but smarmy <laughs> asshole guy. And be like, well, you know, maybe he should stick to that and and make tons of money doing that because that works for him. And he's really good at that character. Yeah, I'm just saying it's not only Ryan Gosling's that's, fault. That, that's that true. He's put in that position. It, it happens in it happens with countless other actors and countless other movies, and. It could just be the way this the the trailer for Blade Runner twenty forty nine was uh, edited, mm-hmm. but like, I understand they want to show how diverse the locations will be. They want to show how many different colors they can crush into one movie, mm-hmm. and how many different camera angles we can get of Ryan Gosling's nose. But like, yeah, like above it, below it, to the right of it. Oh, look at look at his left nostril. But like, I'm I'm worried that the story is going to suffer because we want to give Ryan Gosling more screen time. I guess that's what I'm worried about. I'm worried. Mm-hmm. I'm worried when movies that I'm excited for and I like the premise for suffer because they have to include like an A-list actor, I guess. Like, so yeah. th- thinking like, did you see the passengers or the sci-fi no, movie? I didn't. So like, I feel like that could have been a good movie. If it didn't feel tied down or like anchored down by, by the Chris actors, Pratt and yeah, Jennifer Lawrence. I feel like it could have been like this, like super interesting, like drama, like character drama about like how crazy this guy has gotten, like when he's living alone. Mm-hmm. But it, but we can't do that because it's it's whatever his name is, Chris Pratt, because he's he's a, he's he's not that kind of guy. So I don't like they. I don't know. Yeah, it's definitely like a. That's kind of why I said this. It's kind of like a chicken egg Mm kind of thing because it's, it's. I mean, they get you have this kind of character who is gets this actor who gets known for this thing, and then he starts to get pigeonholed. But because that's 
you know, he took this job instead of that job. So it's, and a lot of times people like won't, won't be drawn to that movie if it's like something completely different that that actor's doing. If they're not doing their like their shtick, yeah. yeah. Um, and I guess like another kind of one movie that I think was, I mean, just like some of those recent X Men movies. Um, not Logan, but the one, but like Apocalypse, and uh, it, I just feel like like Jennifer Lawrence is just. I mean, I I like Jennifer Lawrence. Uh, but it's just I could. Just, it feels like she has just zero interest in being there. Sometimes doesn't she seem like in movies that she's in, she just wants to leave? <laughs> like, yeah. like I get yeah, the, I, like I get that feeling for her. Like I know every time she's on screen, she like has something better to be doing with her <laughs> life, and that's yeah, that's like, that's not a hit on her. That's a hit on like the people who hire her i guess <laughs> yeah and it's just like I me mean, i imagine i don't know I, I can't remember how they do the the mystique makeup for her i, I don't know if she's like in a chair for like eight hours for anything for it because i know i know i think i remember she had like a reaction to it when they were doing first class but it feels like just like it's like she's like mad at, constantly mad at her agent that she's still doing these movies <laughs> exactly yeah I get. That but impression. it's like that's how that's how people like jennifer lawrence and that's how that movie sells is like by putting Jennifer Lawrence in the movie, which is, you know, that's how movies work. In my beloved X-Men movie, though, oh, it hurts me. Apocalypse was really bad. Apocalypse was complete crap. It was, but, it was bad. But, hey, X, X-Men, X2, X2 was pretty good, right? I know that's before Jennifer Lawrence. Ugh. But like, that one was pretty good. That's the one with... Uh, Nightcrawler. Uh, Nightcrawler, yeah. yeah. That was pretty good. Yeah, I like that one. That one's good. Um, What is that? I think I still think I really liked First Class. I think First Class might be my favorite X Men movie, probably because it's the best one. Well, uh, Logan's Lo- pretty. Yeah, good. I've I haven't seen Logan yet, but I, I yeah I think First it's, Class would be my favorite one. Yeah. Well, uh, David, that was a pretty good, pretty good uh, little discussion here. Uh, yeah. I hope I we'll get the we'll see how the Ryan Gosling Defense Force uh, obliterates you for these hot these takes, and uh, you know you can. Repent and thou shalt be saved. I, I, but I, I feel like I sin every time I I, I think the thoughts that I do. <laughs> thought crime. Thought crime. <laughs> uh, well, hey, I think that uh, that that was a pretty good episode. I think we can call a wrap there. Okay. Uh, well, you know, you can find Creed Got Robbed in the usual places. You'll get this in your unscripted gaming podcast feed. Um, you know, we'll be tweeting out takes and all the usual places. So come get them while they're hot. Uh, thanks again for joining me, David. Oh, thank you for having me, Mook. All right. Well, hey, everybody. Have a good week, and uh, don't forget that Creed got robbed. <laughs>